with your man Jay Boogie, and welcome to the Jay Graves Report Podcast, presented by Wingstop Shelby Street, that's 7711 South Shelby Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, just north of the Greenwood Park Mall. Now, you in the Saturday morning drive, y'all know how we get it in, we gotta recap all the foolishness in sports, but look, we talking just the highlights, we talking just the highlights, now, game five last night. NBA final. Let's go straight to the NBA final. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler shows up and puts in crazy work. The Dunn finished with 35 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, crazy triple-double to move the Miami Heat one step closer in a 3-2 series now. Hey, the boys was not trying to go to the crib. They win the ball game 111-108. Despite LeBron's heroic uh, deed last night, had it done, finished with 40 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. I mean, what else you want this done to do? But, again, the difference in this ball game was the Miami Heat starting five all finishing double figures. The role players came in, put in crazy work. <laughs> Anthony Davis, despite aggravating his heel, Finished with 28 points, like 12, 13 rebounds. But uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope finished with 16. So they only had three guys in double figures. The entire starting five for the Miami Heat finished in double figures. Rolling with my man Jimmy Butler put in crazy work. Crazy work. So we got a game six on Sunday. Boys was not trying to hear (laughs) going to the crib on Friday night. So I'm telling you. This playoffs this year, 2020, in the bubble, my opinion, has been the best playoffs start to finish I've ever seen. And primarily because there's no fans, there is no home court advantage, there isn't a situation where momentum take off and then the fans get involved and then it just, you know, you you, you find from time to time blowout games and... And it's all because of fans, because of the atmosphere and all that. Now, it's pretty much even. You got to show up and play the game. Now, the best team should win the series, and the best team have been winning the series. <clears throat> Miami just coming in as a fifth seed, putting in crazy work, showing and following the lead of Jimmy Butler, and it's been nuts. I mean, you got to give them crazy props, crazy love, for like, all the role players, Tyler Hero, Duncan, uh, Robinson, Bam. I mean, boys are putting in crazy work for the Miami Heat. Now, <laughs> last night, let's talk about last night. <laughs> the Lakers down one point, down the stretch of the ball game. LeBron headed to the rack, and because of his basketball IQ, he's never going to take bad shots. He's always utilizing his teammates. He turns, he see, he dishes. They, they sent three defenders at him. So now he understands simple math that three defenders on me, somebody is wide, butt naked, wide open. He turns around, see Danny Green. This done, when I tell you he butt naked, wide open to hit the three or the jumper, however he want to do it. And the done alligator armed it. <laughs> hey, they should make that. They, they should. They shouldn't even let that done eat last night. 
all you got to do is knock down the shot, dog, to win the championship. The championship, not the game. We're not talking about the game. Not the game, the championship. In my Allen Iverson voice. The championship, not the game. Not the game that we love. The championship. All you got to do is knock down the shot. You butt naked, wide open, and alligator arm, the doggone shot. Doggone, he get the ball back, knock down two free throws, ball game. Ball game. We, we wouldn't even be having this conversation this morning. They be, they be setting up this parade in L.A. right now. That done was butt naked, wide open, and missed the shot. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what to say. LeBron finishes 40 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, in a loss. But, they got game seven to go. I mean, game six on Sunday. So that should be extremely fun to watch. Now, I got to address all the haters this week because it's just mind-blowing to me that boys just find ways to hate on this done and don't give the cat that's playing in year 17. At 35 years old, year 17, I have to say that. And he's still the best player in the league, but boys try to discount the fact that he's doing what he's doing. After two games in the series, everybody in that baby's mama was, Andy Davis was the MVP. He's going to be the MVP of the finals. Despite LeBron averaging at that time, before last night, 28, 11, and 9. Right? Year, year 17, Playing, locking down Jimmy Butler in game four. But Jimmy Butler went nuts last night. You got to give him his prop. Went nuts. But my point is, why do I does so adamant about just hating on this dude? I, I pulled up something. I saw where LeBron's all-time playoffs, playoff ranks. Games played, he's second with 258. He never missed a game. Minutes played, he's first. Point scored first, assist second, close out winning percentage, 70%, 80%. They lost the ball game last night, so that takes a dip on his winning percentage, but in terms of closeout games. Playoff wins, 171, that's first all time. Steals, first all time. Triple doubles, second all time. You got to remember, the Dunn ain't even a point guard. He assisting like crazy, like, like it's ridiculous. Three-point shots made. All the people that say the Dunn can't shoot, but he's second all-time in three-point shots made in the in the playoffs. So I, I just, it just blows my mind how the, the amount of people that are watching this series that don't have a stake in the game, they're rooting for Miami because they don't like LeBron because if LeBron continues to win, they think it takes away from their boy Jordan. Jordan is Jordan, right? If that's your guy, that's your guy. But why are you hating on a guy for just doing work and also being a pillar in the community? I just don't get it, dog. The, 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 the crab in the bucket mentality that we have is amazing to me. Amazing. This done went out. Even during the course of all of this, 
He's gone out and got 20,000 volunteers to help get people registered to vote and get them to the polls and have them places to vote during this presidential election. But this is the guy that you hate, that you don't like. It blows my mind. So I'm just saying, game six on Sunday, everybody in their baby mama be sitting there watching it. And we hope that Danny Green don't bring the alligator off to the game. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Tom Brady. Tom Brady, possibly the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, is still human. We saw that on Thursday night against the Bears. They lose the ball game 20 to 19. Down the stretch of the ball game, 38 seconds left. If you did not see it and you've been in a, in a rabbit hole for the past 48 hours, this done fourth and six. He doesn't realize it's fourth and six. He thinks it's third down. Instead of getting the, the first down by hitting Rob Gronkowski, who was wide open at the six, seven, eight-yard mark, the Don tries to go for a chunk and throw it downfield, and the ball is, is batted down. He's standing there with four fingers up like it's fourth down. It's fourth down. No, that was fourth down. But he's howling and screaming and going off on everybody on the field. But he is the done that's wrong. And then after the game in the post-game post press conference, he tried to act like they was going for He knew it was fourth down. He was just going for a chunk of yard. Now, we all know that Tom Brady is lying because Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He, he has more game-winning touchdown drives in the final minutes of a ball game than anybody in the history of the NFL since the NFL-AFL merger. That's 59. He's got 59 game-winning drives. So that done knows that he can't sit in front of me and tell me that he was going for a chunk of yards as opposed to getting a first down and then continuing to have another series, an opportunity to get down the field. Don't tell me that, but he's lying. He, he's sitting there trying to save faith, and then Bruce Arian lied for him. Come on, man. Just say, man, I spaced it. I thought I had it was third down, and it was fourth down, and I went for more yards thinking, I don't know what I was thinking, dog. I just, I just blew it. Just say that. All you got to do is say that, and then we good to go. We fine. Because everybody's human. And it's just a ball game. You got other ball games to play. So I'm just saying, I did a hot joint on that. Talked about that the other day. But now, it's college football Saturday. It's, this is the first Saturday we've had some big matchups, big ball games. I haven't been talking a lot of college football. But right now, we got at noon, Eastern time. That's 11 o'clock Central time. Cotton Bowl going to be rocking whether it's five people in there or no people in there. You got the OU Texas ball game. Unfortunately, this year, the OU Texas ball game is going to be a manure show. <laughs> Both these guns are terrible. Both of them. Texas lose last weekend. OU lost two in a row for the first time in probably 50 years. These guns lost at Iowa State last week. First time in since 1960 that Iowa State won at Iowa State against Oklahoma. Let that sizzle in your spirit, like my man uh, Country Wayne says. So this ball game being played in the state of Texas at the Cotton Bowl, 
I don't know how many fans are going to be there because with, with all the, with the pandemic and the social, I know that Bebo probably going to show up in a wave cap and, a, and, and some house shoes and a cigarette in his mouth because he don't really care this year. And the Boomer Sooner, <coughs> the, the, the ponies don't care. They ain't even showing up. They, they sitting in the spa today. <laughs> so I got Texas winning this ball game. Now, big ball game, prime time, 730. You got number seven, Miami. Going to Clemson, number one Clemson, playing them in Death Valley. Is Miami ready to take the big-time stage and win a ball game that really counts, that puts the program, the Miami Hurricane program, back on the map? Nah, they ain't ready to win that ball game. Nah, they, <laughs> if they were playing in Miami, I'd give them a slight chance of winning that ball game. Trevor Lawrence and company going to do work. It's going to it should be a good game, but there's no way. I don't see them going into Death Valley and winning that ball game. Now, we got Florida State coming back up to number five, Notre Dame. Now, the last time Florida State came up to Notre Dame a couple years ago, I was at that ball game. <clears throat> Willie Tavitt out there got the brakes beat off of him 42 to nothing. In the cold, it was cold that day. I'm glad I was in the press box because it was cold and raining that day. But Notre Dame beats the brakes off of Florida State. I don't know what's happening with Florida State right now. I mean, they just a dumpster fire right now. So then, next ball game, number 14. This, this don't even sound right. Number 14, Tennessee, goes to Athens, Georgia to play between the hedges. Number three. Georgia, is Tennessee ready to take the lead? Now, Tennessee program is slowly turning the corner. Boys, uh, they, they rank, they're in the top 25 right now. They, 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 they get respectable. They, they, but they're not ready to go to Athens between the hedges and beat Georgia at Georgia. That might have, have to happen next year. They play these boys good this year, get some confidence. Next year, when they, when they show up in Knoxville, they probably they might be able to beat them, but not at Georgia. So, hey, it's your man, Jay Gray, from the jgraysreport.com. Or you can hit me on Twitter at jgraysreport so you can holler.